Welcome to the Perlow Podcast. We talk construction, its people, its challenges, its opportunities. I think people generally understand how challenging it can be financially for students to get through school. That's a pretty common story out there. I think what's less understood is how challenging it is for uh, people starting in the trades and apprentices. I know that for me, uh, it's it was a question. Why do apprentices need help? Because they are working and making money. But the reality is that they usually, if they're in their apprenticeship program, have something like four weeks a year where they have to go to school um, for their trade. And during those weeks, they don't get paid. They also have to find projects where apprentices are accepted, um, which not every project or, or those opportunities aren't always super common. So apprentices often have to travel around the region to get work in order to fill their apprenticeship hours. So if you think about the logistics of that, they have to take four weeks off where they don't get paid. They also may have to travel for temporary stints and especially right now in the housing shortage, where are you gonna find an apartment where you can live for a month or two months and then have to come back home? So I think it is not as well known how challenging it can be for people to get through those apprentice um, times in their lives in order to become a journeyman um, so can you talk more about that and what you've seen result from supporting those folks? Sure. I mean, everything you described is right. The apprentice, you know, get, going through an apprenticeship program um, is, is incredibly challenging. And depending on the economy and what's going on, uh, some apprentices who are incredibly talented and doing great work, the economy turns down and they're, unfortunately, a lot of companies view them as the first, they want to hang on to their senior people. And so they don't, they look at it and go, well, I don't know how this, long this is going to last. If I'm going to hang on to people, I'm going to hang on to my tenure foreman, which is understandable. But the, so then the apprentice gets cast aside and a lot of them end up changing professions or having to figure out something else to do. So, you know, what the reason that we're excited about having the apprentices involved is I think it'll promote the idea. What we try to do is if we get an apprentice, we almost want them to be the last one we let go because that's the future. And, you know, our other folks have made it and they're going to be fine. And, you know, we're going to take care of them also. But there's a special obligation to an apprentice to to not cast them aside I mean, if the economy dictates and things don't go, you got to do what you got to do. But you don't do that without really considering the long-term impacts of that. And uh, this year's event and the, the, some of the apprentices that spoke, I mean, it was just uh, unbelievably inspiring how much it meant to them to be a part of this. Yeah, I've actually had that same question when I do go to speak with the apprenticeship at the unions is they completely understand the structure for an undergraduate, but how does that apply to me? And, uh, you know, we flush that out with how many of you guys travel, you know, over 50 miles to go to do the job, over 100 miles to go to the last job, and, you know, half the room raises their hand. And so it's reliable transportation. It's it's childcare for there's, uh, you know, single parents or there's even two working parents that they, you know, we have to be on the job sites at 6, 7 a.m., not 9. 
it's not banker's hours. So right. there's, there's, there's help needed on the, in the AM and the PM sometimes to, for that apprentice to satisfy his or her job requirements. And so in, in addition to being out of work and going to the schooling, I think a lot of it is, uh, you know, safety gear, um, tooling and, uh, that's what that's some of the most recent apprentices have communicated back to us you know i was able to buy um, one as a heavy duty mechanic i was able to buy you know some of my hdr tooling some of them um, actually went on their own and went through some cdl classes because they weren't accepted they, they were in the pre-apprenticeship coming out of high school so they weren't in the union yet to take advantage of that training so they went off and got some certifications and some uh, certifications on their own that cost money and they used those funds through the scholarship to do that. Um, the gentleman for Ness Campbell facilitated that this last year before he got accepted in the union. Visit us online at perlo.biz, subscribe to catch our future episodes, and join us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube to discuss all things construction. And finally, work hard, do what's right, and make it fun. Mm -hmm.